Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt of the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday, October the 18th, year 2022, the year of our Lord. As uh, we used to say that. Uh, now I can't think of his name now. He's an old WFAN guy, like from the original days. He always used to say that. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? We are the champions. We are the champions of four games. <laughs> With a four Hello, everybody. Uh, I am so, I'm, I'm riding the high. I'm riding the high of New York Ranger hockey. I don't care if we lost one game. I don't care if we got outplayed in the third period. Wah, 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 wah. What an exciting season so far, Jim. So far, so good. They're going to three out of every four. I'll take it. Exactly. 40 shots a night. Boom, bam. The goalie's got to be great in order to keep that other team in the game. I'm not buying any little pessimism about uh, the defense and this and that. I'm, I just think the Rangers are unstoppable right now. The top two lines are clicking. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Click it. First of all, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, Mika Zabinajad, uh want to just say, I think he might be the best two-way player in the league. I want to go right on record as saying that. Uh, just plays both ends just as good as it gets. And especially that he's a devastating offensive threat. Unbelievable. So proud of him. Chris Kreider again. Uh, like you said, those first two lanes, uh, lines are cooking. 
clicking. Clicking. Vitaly Kravtsov, take your time. Take your time. Don't rush. Let's don't not rush. rush this injury, my friend. We don't oh. want a, a relapse. That's right. Take your time. Spend a lot of time in that tub, as Tort said, you know, uh, the ice. You're going to playing with Heedle and VZ when you come back. Yes, exactly. And uh, I'd like to see a little more production from the third and fourth line. It's four games in. I'm not flipping my not flipping my lid yet. But uh, you know, everything else is just. I mean, they're killer on the power play. No, they they, they they can murder you on the power play. Um, two for eleven going into last night, which I was really surprised at because I thought the power play had looked really good, and then. When the uh, when they said on the broadcast that they were only two for eleven, I'm like, wow, that's really surprising. But then last night, oh Joe, oh Joe, oh Joe, three for four. You get a power play goal. You get a power play goal. They uh, uh, they're moving that puck around like it's nobody business. Nobody's business. I mean, it's it's a thing of wonder. Artemi Panarin coming out of the gate. I mean, what has he got? How many points? Ten. Ten points. Breaking the the Ranger record for points in the first four games. Sick. It's crazy. Record that, that was held by uh, uh, Phil Esposito, Pierre LaRouche, I think Rod Gilbert. And Bill there Cook. A, there was a fourth name, and it's always Bill Cook, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, always it's Bill, Bill Cook. Cook. Uh, or 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 that or one of the hex stalls. Yes. Um, it, there, I think there were four of them, but then it doesn't matter anymore because he broke it. They were all tied with nine points, and then he got a tenth point, and another another whiteout of Phil Esposito from the Ranger record books. Turcott. Was it Turcott? That's that, Rollo's possibly. Name. Uh, like I said, I, I it was up on the screen so fast, I, I I can only remember so much. Do you rem- Do you can you harken back to the days when we used to leave the room for a Ranger power play? Time to get something to drink. We used to yell, "Decline the penalty." Yes. Take the yardage. Thank you, Rollo, for the. He says Turcott was the fourth guy. Thank you. Former guest of the show, Darren Turcott. Yeah, he, he he made a memorable comment to me, well, to us, about how, like, he always think, like, he, he's ready for a comeback. And then he'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to start running tomorrow morning. And he'd get up in the morning, and he'd run, like, 200 feet, and his knees would start hurting. And he said, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. The thing I do remember about interviewing Darren Turcott is that he was very sick when we talked to him. Oh really? Remember that he was very hoarse. He could bear. He, he he didn't have much voice. I mean, this was a long time ago. That had to be. That was probably ten years ago already, if not more. When the guests used to just fly, when they used oh, to yeah, walk to us, we couldn't get enough of them. We were turning them down. And then they discovered Zoom, and they could do their own shows. Right now, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's got a show. Everybody's got two boobs. You got Twitch. You got your Discord. That's all right. Yeah, they got everything now. That's all right. We survive. We're like the uh, 
primordial. We're still here. Foods. We're still commercial free. We don't need no stinking guests. We'll take them when we get them. When we don't get them, ipsy pipsy. Yeah. I mean, I, I see a little so bit. Back in uh, the day, we were rolling out practically two, three guests a month. You had your Turcotte, you had your Patty LaFontaine, you had your James Patrick not once but twice, Emil Francis three times, Gilles Villemure, Rod Sealing, uh, Ron Greshner. Who else do we have? Joe Patterson. Joe Patterson was questioning Patterson, why we were even calling Rodnick, him. Wayne Gretzky, Theo Flory. My goodness. Luminaries. Yeah. Yeah, but now, uh, you know, the Rangers weren't very good then, too. So we really didn't want to talk about the Rangers. <laughs> now it's it's all gravy. Uh, and, you know, the other thing, like you said, with all these podcasts, it's not even just, you know, like you've got like all these former players that have podcasts yes. and video shows. And and, and every, every outlet like The Athletic and and the Hockey News and the New York Post, they've all got their own podcasts. Everybody's got a podcast. Yeah. It's funny how that's evolved. Yeah, Joe, you should have called in that night. We would have put you on with them. Yeah. You weren't around. Sorry, buddy. Uh, So, (laughs) yeah, it's funny how this whole medium blossomed. Mainly because of us. Ron Duguay's been on the show. Just remember where it all started. Blog talk radio, baby. You know, I just want to, you know, because I knew it would explode because it started in politics because people had their own views in politics, you know. And um, then you started to hear, oh, uh, this certain guy has a podcast. This guy has a podcast. Join this pod. I said, it's going to happen in sports. I mean, you talk about opinions. There's a billion opinions, and, and I guess both politics and sports. And, and then eventually it did catch on. And then, you know, they made it pretty easy where even like, a, you know, a, any dope can figure it out except me. And um, so now you got that. Uh, well, the Yankees are two outs from advancing to the ALCS. Fantastic. Wonderful news. Wonderful wow. news. When does the baseball season start? I, I I haven't been following. Right. You like Joe Rogan? I don't know. I I, I don't know about it. Anyway, so uh, I liked him better when he was doing the gay weightlifter joke. Yeah, he he he, he was a very good comedian. <laughs> he was very good. That is a classic routine. Have you ever? Now, you 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 were a. Uh, how, what was it? No, no, you weren't. You weren't an Opie and Anthony guy. No, I'm a Howard. You were a Howard guy. I was. Was. I, I've. I. You know. I've. I've lost interest. I do still listen, but rarely do I listen to an entire show. I shut it off. Uh, there's a lot of triggers for me that'll make me shut it off. So. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, uh, while I was away. This is totally not Ranger related, but we'll, I'm going to get into it anyway. Uh, there was, uh, do you remember this dirty ventriloquist? They were Otto and Bob or Otto and George or something. Do you ever remember this? Yes. There is one bit. I mean, I, I wonder if this guy is still around in this day and age. 
because he was so over the top, filthy. Uh, but I, I I saw a clip of him on Opie and Anthony. But I originally seen him on fr- Full Frontal Nudity. I mean, Full Frontal Comedy, which was a uh, Dom Irera vehicle for comedians. Right. And he was hysterical on that. That's where I saw Joe Rogan for the first time. And Kevin James. There's a great bit about how fat guys sweat so much. And they're like, what were you running the mile up in the attic? And he's like, no, I was peeling an apple. You know, because he's sweat, you know, we sweat so much. So anyway, Otto is dead. Otto died in 2014. This just in. What did he die of? Matt, how do you know this? You're a very young man. I don't know how you know all this stuff. I don't know. All right. Apparently, Otto is dead. Otto and George. According to Costa, uh, Joe Rogan has a failed career. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, He basically owns Spotify. (laughs) And he's been around for like 35 years. He's had three TV shows. Two were gigantic hits. Uh, He had his own show on MTV. He did all that UFC bullshit. He's got a podcast that's like the biggest podcast in the world, whether you agree with him or not. But somehow, he's a failure. He never achieved the heights like Costa. He never had the makings of a varsity athlete. What did I die of? I mean, this is... Got your your Tervis Tumblr over there, I see. So do I. Rangers! Mine's just Giants. Stainless steel. Ooh, stainless steel. It holds Steve. more than those plastic ones. Ah. Failed comedian? Sorry, thought he was funny. Wrong. Wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. If he failed as a comedian, he wouldn't have had all these other careers that came after it. He would have just been a failure as a comedian. And that would have been the end of him. He sells that MSG. Failure. Right. Failure. All right. Enough of that. But I'm very sad to see that Otto has died. <clears throat> okay. Back to the Rangers. You, I wasn't, uh, I tell you, all these comedians are, all right. So let's go back to New York Rangers. So I feel like the Rangers did such a great job in continuing where they left off last year. The intensity level is still there, which shows me that we really have a core, an exceptional core of players like we've never had before. That, you know, Kreider, Zabenejad, Panarin, to an extent, that Truba, And I just feel like uh, if we can just plug in the right players here and there, <laughs> Telly Crafts off somehow is now dead too. Uh, that the Rangers are for real. The Rangers are a real contender. Yes, we had a little blip on the Shesterkin screen last night. I thought the goals he gave up were, come on, the Vitrano shot was sick. I mean, that was a sick shot. Uh, you know, it was. 
Um, so I, I, I couldn't, you know, he gave up more goals than we're used to, but you're not going to get one goal. They zero. scored their issues last night. Sometimes, sometimes you got to win those games. That's true. You know, some nights you're going to win three, one, some nights you're going to win six, four. A win's a win. Oh, exactly. I mean, three years ago, we were complaining how the Rangers won. Now it's got to be, uh, you know, 100% de- de- uh, domination. Yes. Colorado seems to be the everybody's over there. They got, what do they got in net there? Georgiev and uh, uh, what's the other? Frank Kuz, I think. I'm not sure if that's the guy. The Yankees win. The Yankees have won, ladies and gentlemen. You all can go to bed. Wow, he had meningitis. But I don't. Thought I had the Yankees theme song here. I thought I played it one night. Yeah, I think you did. I like the Yankees theme song. I did too. I always got happy when the Yankees theme song got on. That's why I can't find any recent clips of the guy. He's dead. Ah, you know what, Costa? I listen. I, I I'm probably going to be a hypocrite because I do hate the Islanders, and to a lesser degree, the Devils. But I don't have time. I I don't have the energy to waste on other teams. I just don't have it anymore. New York Yankees baseball brought to you by Manufacturers Hanover, by Getty, and Ryan Goldfield. I love it. Today. Mike yep. Keek, what was his name? <laughs> Keo, Matty Keo, and the Oakland A's come into Yankee Stadium to take on Tommy John, Don Gullet. Don Gullet. And the first place Yankees. You're right, White. <laughs> uh, the Yankees theme is good. It is. It's, it's a classic. Good. I'm not going to take that away from him. It's a classic. Uh, the uniform's a classic. It is. Oh, everybody's talking about the picture now. The Uncle Floyd picture. Oh, they see the they're getting around to the picture now. See I that? feel that this picture. <laughs> I feel this picture is. It makes Jim look beautiful. It makes me look like a fucking clown. It doesn't make it. It's a caricature. Oh look! Look at me! I fucking. <laughs> I think you look fantastic. My eyebrows, I, I don't know what the fuck I look well, like. Oh, yeah, like I said, she went a little Brezhnev on the on the eyebrows, but... What am I, a clown? <laughs> Brings out your handsomeness. Oh, my God. I look like Edward G. Robinson in that. Listen, Muggs. Massey. There it is. Uh, come on, look at look at that. It's a caricature. <laughs> yeah, but you look like you're 25. I look like a fucking I look like a mess. I, I yeah, stop it. But, 
I don't know. I think it's beautiful. You're oh, beautiful. Thank you, Darwin. Thank you, Dr. Bush. You're, handsome. You're like George Raft. What? George Raft? What a, what, what a reference. <laughs> Edward G. Robinson. I don't know. Okay, let's get back to the Rangers. Um, who have you been watching? Who? Uh... <laughs> I look like a grown-up sluggo from the old Nancy comics. I do. You're right. <laughs> grown-up sluggo. Yeah, look, look wow. up logo. Go over Talk about a reference. That's true. Remember when that I used to get the Sunday paper and it would be yep. all the part wrap, wrapped in the comics? Dondi would be on the front page. Dondi. I didn't even know what that was. Charlie name. Brown, who I know you don't like. Ah. Oh, I can't stand him. Motley's crew. What was that? Who was the Viking chick? Was that Hagar? Hagar, Hagar, Hagar? the Horrible. And it was a yeah. That was another good one. Beetle Bailey. Filipino. Heedle Bailey. Heedle Bailey. I'll tell you who I'm really excited about, Edward. Who are you watching? Who are you excited about? I am I am ecstatic about Capo Caco. Let me tell you, that first line is not just playing well together. They are dominant when they are on the ice. Last night, the Ducks had absolutely no answer for that first line. None. They are just dominating play. <laughs> Family Circus. I, Prince Valiant. What you guys are, this is what terrible. you want to talk about, comics? <laughs> right. Sunday comics? Join us Sunday morning. We're, we're, we're going to read Little Abner to you. <laughs> Little Abner? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I am really excited about the way Capo Caco is playing. Two goals already this season, on pace Wonderful. to score forty-one goals. Yeah, if he could capitalize on his opportunities, he probably would get forty. He's capitalizing. He's capitalizing. Uh, I see him blowing plays still. He's one goal ahead of Alexi Lafreniere, and if he stays like that, he's gonna have a hell of a year. Uh, hey, listen, I, I will. I'll give him no credit. joke. I yes, I agree with Gretz. The power play looks magnificent. Yes, Cabo's played much better. And I'm trying to kind of hone what the difference is between Trocheck and Strom. And I'm going to tell you this is what it is. Not just the face-offs because that's obvious. Apparently, I don't know what was the what was the face-offs last night that we beat them in face-offs again? 52%. And okay. according to Hang on, I have I have uh, I have this from the uh, head of the BSU stats desk. That's Chris Johnner. The Rangers are currently tenth in the league in faceoff percentage at fifty three point two percent. Oh my God! There was a time in our lives we would have taken forty three point two percent. Exactly, I would have taken twentieth in the league. We're at fifty three point two percent. Well, I see Tony Stanziano is here. Winner of uh, the Lafreniere jersey last year. Yes, sir. Somebody's going to win an Igor jersey next week. We'll talk and about that. It ain't going to be you, Tony, because you're bored. No, you're not. If you buy tickets. Uh, buy a ticket, you win. You could win again. 
You can win the lottery twice in a week. You can win our you can win our jersey twice in a year. Well, here's the difference that I think. Just again, the four game evals are in. Right. I feel like Trocheck is noticeable every game so far. Whereas Strom, he was like invisible for four or five games, and then he gets streaky, and then he would disappear again. I feel like, and I'm very impressed by the way he's gelled right away, which is a credit to Panarin, let's face it, that this guy can make anybody look, you know, comfortable with him. Uh, so uh, I think uh, I think Trocek has been an excellent fit for the Rangers so far. Yeah. Since uh, Artemi Panarin has 10 points in four games, can we stop with all this, oh, it's going to take him and Trocek a while to get used to each other bullshit because that was nothing but – that was nothing but bullshit. Hockey players play hockey, and they can get it done. Yes. I know what. I mean, and also. Or Sammy Panera can play with Eric Christensen and find his way to 90 points. It, it's true. It's everywhere he's been. He had a big year with Artem Anisimov as his center. I mean, it made Artem Anisimov have a big career year. So this is a guy whose talent and uh, well listen hey you know coast you want to get rock on here let's do a show and give him uh some guff over there i mean listen he's the one who called truba six seven years ago uh and uh he was right jacob right. Truba was now all, the captain. And, after, and after a year of truba you were all calling for rock's head about that yeah, now you want to rub his face in it after four games of Vinny Trocheck? Four games, we're going to rub. Rocks you go feet. on the record like me and Jim. There are some misses, right, of course. And then sometimes it's just like you guys. I, I don't really keep track of the guys you hated, but and, and uh, I'm, not, I'm, sure I'm not ready to. And I'm not ready to say, "Oh, Rock was way off base." I'm ready, ready Trocheck after four games. I mean, maybe four years down the line when we're paying this guy a lot of money, we'll be like, you know, Rock was right. Right. But the Rangers are, are in a position, the, what do they call this, the window? They have a window have to a window. win the Stanley Cup. Oh, boy. Let me tell you, Sam and Joe, people uh, are bringing it up. What? You, okay. You let's got hold that. off on that for just a minute. Yes, okay. <laughs> Peter is checking in from Los Angeles. Oh. How are you, Peter? Yes. Gus is working the financials. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything. I love the Rangers so far. I, it's exciting. They're out shooting. My, my biggest concern going into the season is that the last show just keep those shots on goal. Yes, they gave up a lot of goals, but they didn't give up a lot of shots last night. Anaheim did take control of the play at, at, at certain times. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but uh, I, I, I don't see anything that can't be fixed so far. Um, the... Um, I've been watching exclusively a lot of the third pairing on defense. Right. Uh, they've kind of uh, they've gone with the Hayaks played one game 
think Shad has played all of the games, and Zach Jones has played two. Um, I thought Schneider three. was three. Yeah, Schneider, I think, was made a bad play in last night's game. Went to the wrong guy. But I, these guys are rookies. Let them learn on the I, – I, and he had a lot of balls because he played – what game was it? The wild game. He played the third pairing against their first line, right. which he had no choice because they had the first change. Right. But uh, I thought they held up well. You can obviously see that Zach Jones has, has got some offense. Uh, I think they kind of complement each other as they're going to learn. But the fact is, I think the Rangers, the three and one, the game they lost, that that was a one goal game. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it really wasn't. Uh, yeah. they, they got a couple goals at the end, but that was a one goal game. They were in the, in that game. Um, so I am, I am, I'm, I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised by the Rangers' intensity coming right out. That um, that game against Winnipeg, all I could think about was was I remember watching Jerry Gerard when he was on Channel 11 doing the sports. I remember watching Mets highlights one night, and he just said, some nights you just lose. <laughs> and that's all I could think of watching him play that Winnipeg game. Some nights you just lose. Some nights the puck just doesn't go in. Uncle Buck played a good game. He did. He was very strong in that. What are you going to do? I mean, it's I not think like the Rangers, you know, the Rangers weren't dominated in that game. They just lost. You could tell the first period they were, they were, they were a little, you know, they were slow getting going with, with their legs. Second period, I thought they were the much better team. Third period for about the first half, I still thought they were the better team. And then Winnipeg kicked it up and got a goal. And I think the Rangers took a penalty or or they emptied the net and then took a penalty i forget what happened exactly but it, it wasn't there, some, there wasn't a four like eddie said it wasn't a four one game it was no and what and wasn't there a, a goal was that the game where there was a goal where even micheletti was saying it should have been an icing but it wasn't that was I don't late know. Night, wasn't it was that last night i think that was last night and like howie is talking about in the chat room Three, they played three games in, in what four nights? Yeah, three home openers. That's uh, a lot, right from the gate. Oh, the devil! That the Lindy Ruff is—they're about to run him out of the building. Yeah, unfortunately, once they fire Lindy Ruff, they're going to play a lot better. They're going to get. Really a lot think it's Lindy Ruff? They got goaltending. They might as well put me and you in net. They're terrible. The goaltending. <clears throat> and their draft picks just don't – I mean, Jack Hughes is good, no, no doubt about it. But uh, I was watching the preseason. I'm like, Pavel Zaka is on Boston now. Right. Wasn't this guy supposed to be really good? Like, he's like the Jimmy Vesey of uh... – <laughs> well, actually, Vesey was a uh, free agent. I feel like Jimmy uh, has kind of uh, – the magic might be over for him. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. He's doing. As long as they're winning, I don't care. I don't really care. But he's I got a feeling. What? 
Yeah, third line, fourth third line, line. All right. I just That's thought it. that That's maybe because what's going to happen, Jim? And again, we've seen this time and time again. The top two lines are going to go. They're going to go a little. Uh, going to go cold. They're going to go cold, and I want to see some second secondary scoring. That's all. Well, you know, a couple of guys, a couple of guys hurt too. So you know, VZ, I, I think. I think ideally they want they want VZ on the fourth line, but I think last night he was on the third line with Heedle and um, Sammy Blay. Right? Sounds right. Yeah. Revo and Goodrow and uh, and. Uh, All right, I'm gonna say this. Is that gonna be no. controversial? I mean, Sammy Blay just a one trick pony. Because those two idiots are oh, they yeah. are in love with him. Oh, another hit. Another that oh he looks like he's hurt. You know he did make a he did make a nice move to the net last night and draw a penalty. Yes, yes. Okay. Which is what you I'll want. Give him that. Which is what you want. Because I just we'll feel see. like if he keeps hitting at this rate, my friend, that it it's I guess for a fourth liner, right? In a perfect world, that's what you want, right? A guy who just hits. I don't know, right. but I feel like they're spotlighting too much. You know, they're trying to sell me. They're giving me the hard sell on that. And right. when they do that, I get very worried. Then you I should mean, ask for a trade, Miles. Who will? Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to be bad for a while. I don't care who they bring in there. I got some bad hockey players. Fuck them. 12 goals? If Sammy Blake gets 12 goals, mission accomplished. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I still like them. But we'll see. Four game evals are in. I'm already burying people. <laughs> They're three and one. Three and one. Tied, technically tied for first, but Carolina hasn't lost yet. Oh, Joe. That Bill Peters. What was that guy, that coach they had? As Bill soon, Peters. Yeah. As soon as he left, it became cup contenders. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. What a wonderful job he's done. Oh, and I had to see that fucking Scott Arneal. One of those coaches got sick, got the COVIDs. Yeah, yeah. Remember he destroyed our power play? Oh, yeah. It was terrible. It was one of the worst players hated him. The players hated him. Oh, what a great coach. He oh, former Ra- He's back home, Joe. He's from here. He bought a house, Joe. Oh, he, lo- he loves living in the woods. Why the fuck would anybody? I mean, seriously, could you imagine ever choosing to live in Winnipeg? I mean, no. it just seems like one of the most desolate places on earth. You ever hear that clip? Of Definitely Patrick? in North America. It's got to be one of the worst, most desolate. It's fucking snowing in the first week of October. They go rolling in there for a hockey game, and Sam's already talking about it snowing. How depressing. You ever hear that clip of Pat Foley, uh, who I think uh, retired as the, the Blackhawks announcer this year, I think. I mean, one of the best play-by-play guys. There was a clip floating around the internet when he's talking about the Blackhawks' upcoming schedule, and he's like, 
And then we're going to, you know, Colorado, Colorado. Then we're going up to Winnipeg. And he goes, Winnipeg. They roll in the streets there at 9 p.m. He goes, not Winnipeg. He just totally, just totally freaking destroys Winnipeg as a city. And yeah, he lives in Winnipeg. And also, don't try to sell us a bill of goods. We do remember Scott Arneal. I have a memory as a Ranger fan of how bad this guy was. What do you think? We weren't paying attention? How bad that power pipe was? When I remember distinctly when the guy, who's the guy everybody hates on NBC? Not Emmerich, the other guy. Pierre. Pierre. And I remember him saying, this Ranger power play is O Solo Mio. It's basically one guy tries to enter the zone, can't. And that was Scott Arneal running that power play. Right. So don't send me a line of bullshit, you two heckling Jekyll up there. So I don't think we follow hockey. I I think they treat everybody like it's your first game. God. Well, that's like last night that – what do you call it? Uh, the on the on the Kako goal, they gave it to Kako. Then they came back and said it was Zabinajad's goal. Then the first time they watched the replay, Joe Micheletti, you can see on the replay, you can see the puck hit Kako's stick, go down, hit Klingberg's skate, and go in the net. And Joe Micheletti is still telling us, "Oh yeah, that's going to be Zabinajad's goal." Believe what I tell you. Not what you see. That's Joe McGuire. Right. He's terrible. Yeah. He's terrible. He's a moron. Well, did you hear his guy? He said last night, oh, Igor Shesterkin let in four goals. I don't think we've ever seen Igor Shesterkin let, let up four goals. We'd have to go into the archives to find that. No, you know, you got to go back to fucking May. He did it in game three and game four. Does he even watch this team? I mean, oh, Really? It was, in the grand scheme of things, it was like 15 games ago. Not counting preseason. Well, he it was probably 15 was... games ago. He what? gave up six goals one night to Pittsburgh and four goals another night. He can't remember that? He when he punches out, he's done following the Rangers. That's what I'm saying. I think that's what, what happened. Once the But wait a minute. that was The Penguin series was the first series, wasn't it? The Penguin series was the first round. Yes. Yeah, it was Penguins, Carolina, Tampa Bay. He was still working. Oh, he okay. was there. <laughs> He's a moron. He's the worst. He is the worst. Wow. And now we've moved on to the broadcast. Now, what? <laughs> well, did you hear I me? Mean, he was there. Oh, can't remember the last time he gave up four goals. It was, I bet if you counted games, uh, what are we, four games into the season? Six games against Tampa Bay, seven, 17 games, and then four games against four games back against Pittsburgh. It was 22 games ago. Not even a quarter of a season, barely a quarter of a season, Joe. And he gave up 10 goals in two nights to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I only laugh about it and joke about it because we survived it. Right. Well, let's face it. If you're looking for accuracy, <laughs> these guys are not the they wear these headphones they have connections to to an entire team of statisticians 
Chris Jonner is picking up what I picked up, which I thought was even more hysterical than that. He said, Micheletti literally said, Gibson went behind the puck to play the net. <laughs> I'm like, what is this, a riddle? I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives and seven wives and seven sons. Yeah. I don't know what. How many men were going to St. Ives, John McLean? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't see it happening anywhere else. But <sighs> Jonathan Riggs, <laughs> that broadcast was one for the ages. Well, if we're talking about last night's game, we did have, we did see NHL history being made on the ice. Yes. Because for the first time in NHL history, a player scored a goal for both teams. Really? I, Let me guess who it was. Oh, I, I, I think I on the forecheck for Anaheim. Rangers move up with the Savannah and Pryder. All the way across Panarin. Kumpwa checks in. Through to Zavanajek. Pass to Lowe. They score! Frank Fatrato. It's a power play goal. So there's Frank Fatrato's first goal. That was as a member of the Rangers. <laughs> and then he gets he gets traded at some point, apparently. <laughs> well, that old time Meta got traded between double headers. Joe Youngblood? Young I think it's Joe Youngblood. And here he is quickly adjusting to life as an Anaheim duck. Gets it back and shoots good save. No! It beat Shesterkin on the glove side. Sam was so confused by Frank Vetrano playing for both teams that he thought Igor stopped the puck. He, come on. It beat. Shoot it back. And shoots. Look, save. No. Look, save. No. Shesterkin on the glove. Hold on. And shoots. Glove save. Here's the puck, boys and girls. <laughs> Look at the puck. Right out there. It's five feet in front of the crease. <laughs> it beat. Shesterkin on the glove side. Glove save. No. Gets it back. And shoots good save. No! 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 What's that black thing? On the glove side. Somebody threw wow. a Drake's ding dong on the ice. That is not a puck. I don't get it. <clears throat> Wait, he should be ushered out of the building. I mean, maybe oh. should be Sam. It's time for your pill, and just usher him out of the booth. <laughs> it, it's so tart to the soapy, core. soapy, so tart, soapy. I I don't know. You know, I I didn't even catch that that latter part where he blew the call too. I mean, he, the name he blew. I mean, well. He blew. Let's just put it this way. I, I just 
I mean, that's bad. Uh, it's uh, and and then Joe's. It's he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Why can't he just hang it up? As long as I'm on top of my game, I'll keep going. And, and the thing is, Jim, is that on that first total. He said it with such authority, like Frank Vetrano was still on the team. Right. Right. Like, and then, and then, but it was great because then 20 seconds later, he says, I called him Frank Vetrano, didn't I? And then he goes, <laughs> then he goes, Vinny Trocek with, with the same kind of enthusiasm. Like, it's just right. fake. Like, he, he had to dial it up. Remember the, remember the clip we had? I might have, I might still have it somewhere. You might have it. Where he called Matt Zuccarello, he called him Fratello. Yeah, Fratello. And then he stopped himself like twenty seconds later and goes Fratello. Like he, he even I he could how the like, it was. Yeah, I think Fratello was like a college basketball coach or something. Fratello. I think he coached the Atlanta. He was a. Oh, he, he was, was a, a pro coach. Longtime pro coach. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike Barons, Fratello. Barons. Barons win. <laughs> The scouts, they win. Yeah. At least they're winning, so you get the bonus. It's when they're losing, it's even more aggravating. You know, but Chesterka uh, didn't have a great – I don't think he didn't have a bad night. I just thought they got, he got beat. Anaheim's got some young guys who could score. Uh, so – he has died on the air many times, Costa. And the thing is, is that you, you play all these games. They're not all going to be pretty, but as long as you get the wins, that's what's going to count at the end. You know? But By so the way, far... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. I didn't have anything, really. Uh, you, know how, you know how we're always joking about... Uh... About people standing outside the garden with their signs and the oh, games begging for stuff. Well, BSU has their own. Look at this. Let me see. What's this say? Blue shirt. I put on twenty pounds of beer and barbecue. What does it say? Blue shirt underground. I put on twenty five pounds of beer and barbecue muscle this offseason. Eddie, can I get a free chair? <laughs> yeah, sure. Hey, you get a chair. Get out of here, you beggar. And I can't believe this. Now, this looks like somebody had an office or a cubicle of some sort. I don't know if I trust the. Is this genuine? It's fantastic. <laughs> a beer and barbecue this offseason. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. You can get a free chair. People really think I have a chair business, by the way. I love that we've created that as yeah, part I, of, uh, somebody, as I part of I your mystique. Yeah, I forgot who it was said, uh, oh, on my new profile picture on Facebook, they said, uh, are you at some chair con? It looks like <laughs> there's some fancy digs. Is there really a chair con? I would like to know. Uh, maybe I'll just, I'll go there and do some bits. Is there such a thing as chair con? I don't know. What do I know? There's probably this like uh you it's gotta know be an office furniture convention or something. Yeah, like I, I don't you guys I know you don't I don't think you watched Modern Family, but he was he uh, the father I love Modern Family. 
What? I love that show. You do? Oh, I do. I mean, you never agree on anything. I love Modern Family. We agree on, we usually agree on comedy. Comedy, yeah. Yeah, I would say that. I love that show. Well, what's you call it? Uh, what's his face? Uh, he did the, he did like fancy office design, right? Or something? Yeah, closets. Closets, that's Closets, that was his business. So I'm the chair guy. I thought on Modern Family that the two gay guys were the funniest. Yes. Cam and uh, Cam was hysterical. Especially Cam. Cam was a was a genius. All right. Now that we got on with that. Yeah, I saw Shannon Hogan. She's looking a little, little more like Hulk Hogan these days. She's uh she's getting a little big. She's joining some of my giant more like Schultz than Hogan. <laughs> I know nothing. Right. And she really does know nothing. The other broad they got with her. Excuse and, me, one second. Yes. The other broad uh, is not that bad at the hockey analyzations. And I, I, I want to state this while Jim is gone. And again, I don't mean this in a sexist way, but really 30 plus years of sideline reporters in every sport. Can we just agree that they're completely useless? I don't care, man, woman, race, creed, whatever it is they have on the sidelines, it's useless. The questions they ask are pointless. They're not interesting. The coach or whoever they're talking to who doesn't want to answer it, why? What do you guys think? Um, so. That's what I'm thinking. So uh, I just think, why? Why do we have this? Why am I inundated with this on my TV screen? Coach, what do you think you got to correct in the second? No way. Now, Troutwick is, we're going to have a Troutwick statue made. Uh, Oh, okay. I I mean, really, I mean, I don't care. Why do they continue to have this? Don't they do some kind of ratings thing like the or the attention spans or something go down when because when I start hearing that, I'm like, I'm going to the other room. But I don't understand when this became a broadcast staple. I don't even see John Monotone, that uh, that dope go between the period uh, the benches. Oh, they're jabbering here. Oh, 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 oh. Shut up. A lot of attaboys coming from the... Useless! Give me something about somebody chirping to another guy. Uh, something juicy. Yeah, I like Chubbuck, too. I He was... You know, he had outlasted, like Sam, has outlasted his expiration date. Uh, Catherine Tappen, uh, not bad, but, uh, oh, come on. Michelle's Jingra, terrible. Terrible! Yeah, he's MIA, Chris. We don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know. So, 
Yeah, he has been doing more desk work. The difference between Valakat and Hank is like night and day. As you Oh, no problem. I was talking about the sideline reporter. I, I, I could hear every word. I was. Oh, okay. I, uh, I, gave, I gave blood today and and I took the bandage off because it had been a couple hours and I was and it was starting to bother me because I'd had it on so long and I was still bleeding. And I'm standing, I'm sitting here talking to you and I can literally feel the blood running down my arm oh, in, my, in, my, in my hoodie. I'm like, oh shit. So I had to go, I, I go into the bathroom and I'm just I'm bleeding all over the place. Oh, Jesus. So I had to run upstairs, get a bandaid, rewrap my arms in case you think I'm kidding. And uh, and then throw my hoodie in the washing machine before the blood gets into it. Anyway, I'm back, and I didn't bleed out. All right. So where where do you stand on the uh, sideline reporter? I know where you stand on this. So, on which one? Well, of any all sports, isn't it? Thirty five years later, aren't we done with this experiment? That no person likes it. Nobody wants it. Everybody tunes out. Yeah, I mean, I don't pay. My, I thought actually, I thought Maloney's. I, I think Maloney's good when he's between the benches. You get you get actual insight from Maloney on the game when he's between the benches. Giannone, the only the only thing useful you ever get from him is if there's something going on on the benches. He doesn't give you anything that's going on in the game. Maloney is looking for things in the game because he played the game. So he sees things that are going on. Giannone sees nothing. He's watching for something goofy on the bench. Artemi Panarin spit his gum out and it's stuck in Chris Kreider's beard. That's the kind of stuff he gives you. <laughs> Gerard Gallant is playing with the smelling salts with Alexei Lafreniere. That's what Giannone gives you. Yeah. Jim was in contusion protocol. <laughs> Jim bled out. Pardon me. He's alive. And they have some controversy. <laughs> Rammer patched Jim up, and he's back out there. That's right. Uh, Not gonna let a little blood stop this show. Didn't they? Uh, didn't they surmise that Truba or they were there was a conjecture whether Truba was in concussion protocol in last night's game? He's left the ice. Well, he was off the ice for a little while, but I don't know what was going but on. Again, with don't we have enough staff? Nope. That we can confirm if he's in it or out. Why do these these knuckleheads have to guess? Well, I mean, he wasn't on the ice. He was gone for a little while, but there was no information as to why. That that information you'll never get. That's right. He did. Uh, Gino did get hit in the head. That was about all he was good for. Yeah. Ugh. Or out. He got hit in the head. All right. Uh, I don't know. Do uh, you have any other? Uh... By the way, send in your pictures of me and uh, it's like the Uncle Floyd show. Send in your art. If anybody's, well, you know, in case, you know, if, you, if you're playing along at home, I have switched my, my desk position here. So I, because I wanted, I didn't like the fact that the whole world could see what a mess this room is that I'm working from. So now I'm in front of I'm back in front of the wall, and I've got the backdrop, and I've got the nice banner that Joe got for me back here, and I've got my. You can see uh, my. I got my New York Rangers drive. If anybody else is good with art and you want to send me pictures of show-related stuff, I'll add you to the wall. That's what I. I kind of want to make this like a, 
like a, you know, I want to make it like a Rangers show related wall. So I, you know, I might throw some pictures up there or if anybody's good with, you know, the artistics, I'm not, which is why, uh, you know, Get I a Sam Rosen it. picture up there with that Sam yes. Rosen picture, you know, and, and I do want to give a shout out to, uh, to Slabo. That was the uncle Floyd character. I do want to give a shout out to Alex Fink. She's the the person that did the the caricature oh, on, Alex Fink. on Saturday, and I told her that uh, millions around the world would be watching this her picture on YouTube. I just so, wrote yeah, you got some art you want to send me or bring to the viewing party or email me a picture. I'll print it out and we'll we'll put it up on the wall there. We'll add you to the we'll, we'll put it all up there. You know, I don't want to be like you know like. You know, you see these guys that are that are interviewed like these beat well, not, like the NFL. I'll give you the, the NFL reporters that go on ESPN, and they're at home and they all have the standard behind them. It's got to be the books to show how smart they are. There has to be a football there, so you know what they're talking about. Maybe a helmet, and then if they've won any awards, they have to be right there. Well, we haven't won any awards. I do have my keychain upstairs for ten thousand podcast downloads that Chris Johnner gave us, but uh, and, and I have my. Uh, I have my loony gratuni puck, but there's but there's no awards. But I'd rather put stuff up here from from show people. Now yeah. I don't want your I don't want your goofy photo. I love your photoshops because they're so horrible. But I don't I'm not putting those up. Let your mother put those on the fridge. <laughs> Our uncle Stan, Sean, and Stan Fischler are becoming a. Oh, uh, Joe! Oh, Joe! They are tight. I think I think I think uh I think the Maven's gonna fly Sean to Israel Pretty for Passover. Soon. That's the rumor. Right in the prologues to prologues to his book. Sean will be there for Seder. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh maybe a Sam Rosie drawing contest we could give away a prize or something. That's right. You know, and I don't care how bad I mean I don't care how bad they are. I'll put them in my background. <laughs> See, well, I have see, a mess like, too, but I cover it with chairs. Well, see, but yeah, but you look at your background, and it's all—it looks good. You know, you've got you've got the show sign back there. You've got Rangers paraphernalia. You've got the Jets going on back there. It looks good. It looks professional. Oh, okay. You've got James Dolan. Please leave. You know, mine. I had like you know, I have I got a roll of bubble wrap out here. I've got an air mattress. I've got old that. shelves. I always... It's a mess. The room's a mess because the. Because our house is constantly in, in transition. So you got a lot of people living there, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, it's like Sanford Arms over there. There's four people living in a house. It's Five a lot for me. <laughs> Sanford Arms. <laughs> Bad spinoff. You know, I really was talking about, uh, I'm talking about spinoffs here. I didn't. Do you remember Gloria from All in the Family having her own show? I do yes. not remember this. Yes. She went to work at a veterinarian's clinic. The vet was Burgess Meredith, and it was in upstate New York. Yes. Lasted wow. maybe five shows. Amazing. Joe says, Joe says I'm an idiot savant with this shit, and it's probably true. Yeah, there's just a there's a limited amount in the human brain, and, and the fact that you've chose to remember that. I remember a lot. I gave it to you. <laughs> I no not uh, but you're right though. That is amazing. I give you full marks for that. And I don't uh, believe it was on CBS either. 
I could be wrong about that, but I don't believe it was on CBS. I just saw a clip of it on YouTube, and I was like, I don't remember this at all. Uh, I just know there's the, the episode I was watching is she's going in to try to get an, uh, uh, she's got to do uh, Archie's taxes. Apparently, he is still involved in the show, and the tax guy is i mean the irs agent is the guy who played on wkrp les nesman is that who he is? Oh, really no. yeah he's the nerdy guy right les nesman yes yeah so that's all i know so that's they call jim Payne man why what's going on with that what's the inside joke on that i guess it's a take on on rain man oh you're pain man <laughs> Another, uh, it, it, how about the spinoff of the Jeffersons checking in with Florence where she goes to run the hotel and it lasted like four shows and they had to say the hotel burned down and they brought her back to the Jeffersons. Did not know that. Did not know that. I do. Larry Linville played her boss. That was his post-mash uh, soiree. Swan song of his career. Four episodes that lasted. Checking in. Checking in. Wow, this is amazing. I, I'm telling you, I'm learning nothing about hockey, but TV, I'm learning, and I love old-time TV. Absolutely. Hey, speaking about old-time TV. Look, look, at, look, at, look at this guy. He's got the pullover. He's got a, he got himself a haircut. He looks good. He looks you know good. What, you know what it is, don't you? The viewing party's next week. He's got a spiff. Oh, he, oh, he's he's got a spiff. He, he, might, he might run into a broad somewhere. I'll tell you one thing. He looks good. That jacket looks good. It does. That's Thank you. Job. How are you, sir? How are good, you? Good, good. Are you all uh, you're healthy and you're happy? Well, healthy and kind of happy. Hey, man. I'll, I'll say this. What have I said many times? Hit the go, throw the kitchen sink at the goalie. And wouldn't you know who won the pony, huh? That's true. They've been crowding that net, they've been yeah. getting to the net. And it's not just Kreider anymore. Uh, Kako on that. Uh, the well, the turn down. You mean the Klingberg own goal? <laughs> yeah, he was right on the side of that net. Was where you got to be. I see VC does that too. I think more guys should do that. This is, uh, you know, this this is opposite of what we saw many for in, many years ago, man. For many, years. many, many. They you're lucky if they get thirty shots of gone goal in a game. You'll be right. lucky. And the goalie sees all of them. Now it's, uh, you know, they can't move. They're taking advantage of undersized defensemen. Kreider was going up against the, what was it, Kling? I don't know if it was Klingberg or whoever he's going against, but they're using that up. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm like beside myself as a Ranger fan. <laughs> it was joy, you know. I, mean, I feel like I'm cheering it. Go ahead. ahead. No, I was just saying. I feel like I'm cheering. I'm getting up. I'm going, yeah, like, like, uh, like yeah, six like, times a game. Know, like you know, you know, like that. Especially on the power play, I get like, uh, I start getting old. I start we're salivating. Good. We're, gonna, we're, we're, gonna, we're starting to become money in the bank as far as power play goes. And teams got to watch it. If they take penalties against us, they're gonna be up shit's creek with no paddle. Yeah. I mean, uh, let me ask you guys this. You think part of the the face-off thing is 
Trochex may be teaching people a little something, something, you know, or, or something else. Uh, it's tough to tell. It might be a little bit of both. It might be these guys maturing. Uh, they faced, uh, you know, good guys in the playoffs every game. Uh, they, I don't know. Heedle especially has looked a lot better on the faceoffs. And I now the Rangers apparently now they look they strong up center. This has been a problem for the Rangers historically. This, this team looks well rounded. That's what I gotta say. It used to the be only, used to be they were, they were like they were they they had this the great defense and the great goaltending and, the, and they couldn't score to save their lives. They, yeah, then they had cash floating around, and then they had the or they had this just. Just awesome firepower, but they're letting three, four goals in a night. A night. This time, this, this so far this season, they're, they're like so well rounded. Statistically, you know? who's the Rangers' best faceoff uh, man I'd right probably now? say Kravtsov. No, I, I, I'll, I'll Heedle. Philip Heedle. Wow. What's he at? Who the thunk? Five six. Who the fuck okay. it, man? Ryan Carpenter is actually higher at 66.7, but I'm not counting him because he's only played three games and he's only taken eight face-offs. Or he's only taken 12 face-offs. Philip Eagle has, has him. 25 out of 45 face-offs. And the other two? There's a nasty cut he took to the head, Ryan Carpenter. See that? No, I did not. Nasty. Was it like, oh, oh, that was, oh, that was, oh, he took a skate to the face. Skate to the face, I heard, yeah, but I didn't see it. You got it on video? I have the picture. I'm just trying to remember where I got it. Yeah, like here, like here, he had, he was like, in the eye? No, like here, like right here, he had had a freaking big gash, you know? Ew. I don't like that. I'll tell you who had a big gash. What? (laughs) Lucille Ball. And let me just say one thing, Jim. Oh, wait. I, you know what? I think it was Mike Smith. Hang on. The drapes didn't match the carpet. <laughs> Nothing could match. <laughs> oh, here it is. I got it. I got it. Hang on. Now I know where it is. Look at that. Ah, that's nasty. Ah, nah. Yeah. Gives you the skeevies. Yeah. Good Lord. Yes. Wow. Uh, okay. I was there it is. Me. There it is. There it is. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So maybe I'm not giving him the heave-ho. I don't want to see you. Is that one smoke. o'clock? It's a one o'clock game? Games at two o'clock. Oh, yeah. I kind of figured. Yeah, because yeah, because it'll be one o'clock in, in Dallas. I kind of figured that. Right. When's the win begin? Two o'clock? The win begins? Two o'clock. Next Saturday. Wow. That's amazing. That I'm still thinking about that. That gash. That's that's really scary. That's nasty. I mean, if that's Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you should. Hey, what do you guys think of Halak? I thought he played well. That's what I thought. I thought he, he played a great pretty mask good. Too, by the way, his mask is great. 
you like with that uh Hawk Ness monster thing or whatever that thing is? I do. You dig it? I, I want it more uh Ranger colorfied. Get that rather uh, that blue in there. Uh, the the blue and yeah, red. we just ran into a freaking buzzsaw in uh, in Hucklebuck. He, you know, that guy is a very good goalie. Very yes. good goalie. He played very well. Uh, okay. Yeah. What are you gonna do? The guy's making split saves going east west as uh, Valaket likes to say, uh, what a wonderful announcer uh, Steve Valaket is. What a do I give a shit about the percentages of you know Kyle Connor scoring on a breakaway? What's going on with Panarin with these breakaways? Is he gonna score or what? He's a bum, he 11 points in four games. <laughs> Ten points. He's a bum. Scoring power. Fifteen if he'd hit these breakaways. Yeah, come on, Artemi. You know what? I bet you there are a lot of people like, oh, where was he in the playoffs? It's like, come on, give it a break. He had sixteen points in the playoffs. Exactly. He runs that power. Oh, I'm sure everybody was going crazy on that overtime goal. They were like going, you know, knocking five. They don't advance if they don't get that go. Yeah. yeah I think uh, Halak looked good. Uh, yeah, we know, Sean, you're, you're not a fan of Steve Vagistat. Is that thing that they um they advertised during the game, uh, that sports bureau or something? What do they call it? Analytics or something? Infosys? Yeah. Is that his company? I know that he... Owns some stat company that might be the one. Huh. I, I don't know. I, I you know I tune all that shit out. Yeah. Hey, hey. Also, have they been showing any of that? Uh, that that's distracting stuff. They didn't the do it. Digital, in Winnipeg. The, the digital boards have been on. Yes. Even in Winnipeg, I think I didn't yes. see. It. They don't. Yes, they have. Yes. They did. Okay. Yes. I think so yeah. Because because I I watched a little bit of the. The the Winnipeg feed, I think it's TSN, and, mm-hmm. and they didn't have it on TSN. That's for sure. Ah, just MSG. Oh, all right. Uh, By the way, I, I thought those were actually at the Garden. Those those aren't like um, what's the word? Um, superimposed. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Uh. Yeah, because you can actually see like New York ads. Like they'll actually, I think it was in the Winnipeg game where they had Ranger logos all around. Right, you actually saw the Ranger logo, and they and they had a Winnipeg a Winnipeg ad on those too. Yeah, like on the uh, 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 behind the net, it looked like they were like you know Tim Hortons and whatever they have in Canada. No, 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 on the rate, no on the Rangers feed, they Uh had Winnipeg ads on. Where the boards? Oh, are. okay. It said for like the app, like the new app for the Winnipeg Jets or something like that. You know. Ah, okay. Cutter issuing a correction here. Oh, thank you. I was in this. Was a, you saying what, whatever, whatever, Jeff, whatever. Same difference. Sportsnet, TSA. In America, difference. we don't uh, we don't differentiate from those two networks. All right, so while we have your attention, we are just 11 days away from our first viewing party of the season, October 29th, Eddie. It's coming up fast. 
We're going to be at I the know. Kennels, 251 West 51st Street, the right near the corner of 8th Avenue and 51st, right across from where the play Wicked is showing on Broadway. They'll be all lined up for Wicked. They'll be all lined up for the viewing party. We will see you next Saturday, the 29th. The game starts at 2. The party starts at 1. Some lucky raffle winner is going home with an Igor Shestyurkin authentic jersey. Purchased at Madison Square Garden straight from the source. The world's most expensive arena. Yes. And Cosby's? Oh, God. Not Cosby's. <laughs> I'd fuck up a wet dream at that place. We're gonna have, we're gonna have there'll be drink specials, maybe some food specials. Uh, Eddie and I are gonna have a little special giveaway that I didn't I didn't get a chance to tell Eddie about. It just came up today. Uh, so yeah, we'll have so we'll have a couple other special giveaways and. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you're going to make it. Cutter's coming down from Canada. No he's way. Le- he, he's leaving uh, next Wednesday on a Greyhound bus. You know why? The- he's been banned. He, he can't even cross the border now. He's, he's on the banned. no bus list. He's on the no bus list. He's got to go through the, the Underground Railroad to get to. <laughs> <laughs> Harriet Tuppen's going to get Cutter out of Canada. <laughs> well, that's funny. So, oh, man. All right. Anything else, Costa? Nah, I got nothing. All right. Take care. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, to you later. I'm tapping out. Later. Right. Take care, um, my brother. So uh, there's something else I wanted to talk about. I'm going to leave the uh, I'm going to leave the viewing party thing up here for a minute. But uh, you know, uh, my I don't I don't begrudge anybody that wants to spend spend their money gambling. Some people are winners. Some people are losers. You want to spend, is that, that, that's how you want to spend your money. God bless you. I don't care. And these betting ads have become a way of life. And I realized last night that there are now three different gambling outlets that advertise during Dra- Ranger games. Dra- you've got DraftKings. You've got BetMGM. And I may even be forgetting some, but there's three that come to mind. There's BetMGM, DraftKings, and Caesars. And you can add Henrik Lundqvist to the list of Hall of Fame or future Hall of Fame athletes who have sold their soul to a gambling outlet. And I just don't get it. Does Henrik Lundqvist really, does he need the money? Does Eli Manning? Well, okay. Does Peyton Manning? Does Archie Manning? Does Wayne Gretzky? Do these guys need the money? I mean, these guys made more money than they could spend in FanDuel. Thank you. There's another one. There's four. But, 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 but. Babette, 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 Okay. Now, you mentioned this thing on the last show. I didn't mention the Hank thing because I think that just started. Like, okay. Well, then the maybe message me. Maybe message me. So I was, I was looking out for it, you know, because I wanted to see what it was all about. And all I saw was this tiny, like, thirty-second clip. Of him standing in the studio saying, you know, check out Fanduel or whatever it was. Is that what he's you're talking about? Room. He's in the locker, he's in the locker room. room. Or at least the locker room is superimposed behind him. He's probably, he might be in front of a green screen. And and that's what you're talking about. It's not like where Gretzky walks out on the ice and sees an ice sculpture of himself and says. Right. He's supposed to, well, that's, he's supposed to be in the middle of Vegas. 
Right, right. So it's not a big production. Right. But I, my, my question is, if somebody says, listen, Hank, we'll give you $250,000, and this is all you have to do, what are you going to say, Jim? You're going to say, yeah. If I if I made if if I made fifty million dollars, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there's always something. I don't think there's enough money. I mean, for us, there's enough money. But if somebody said, "Hey, listen, Hank, can you read this copy here, and we'll get, we'll, we'll you know, we're going to deposit two hundred fifty thousand dollars in it," what are you going to say? Oh no, nah, I don't want to be associated with gambling. Meanwhile, it's taking over the whole world. It's not like when Willie Mays, you remember Willie Mays got in all that trouble from Major League Baseball? Yeah, for him and those uh, Atlantic City commercials. Was it him and Mantle, Mantle got banned for a I, year? I think so, yeah. Doing a, they did an appearance in a casino or Willie Mays <coughs> have a commercial. Bowie Kuhn banned him for a year, I think it was. I, I don't think nowadays they ruined everything. So you might as well just go with the flow. I don't know. I, I just think we're. I, I think we're breeding a uh, a a generation of degenerate gamblers, and there's no need to. There's no need for a guy who made you know hundreds of millions of dollars in his career to feed into it. Uh, I agree. I agree. I mean, people that I never knew were into. Holy oh, shit! Hulk. What the hell is this? Hulkamania gone wild. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Look at, this, look at this 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 thing she's wearing around her neck. What is it? Let I'm me see. I can't see it. Could you zoom a little bit more? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Hi, Captain. I'm working on it. <laughs> the dimethium crystal. Right, hold on. Coming up. Coming back at you. Coming at you. Top of the hour. Here's Shannon Hogan with cock and balls around her neck. Look at this thing. Oh God, she looks so, Oh my God. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? What is that? Like balls and a penis? What is that? I mean, what the hell? Oh, and what does it say behind her? Does that say Revlon? No. El- Belmont, I think. Oh, it Belmont. Says El- all I see is E L M O N. So I'm assuming that's Belmont. Yeah, that's Belmont. Yeah, Hulk is. Uh, that That's a penis and balls. She's like a little bit dominatrix there, a little bit. I'm getting a little, uh, I'm getting a chubby. Are you? No, not at all. Uh, what is that? I, 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 that's a cock. That is a cock, ladies and gentlemen. I remember what one looks like. <laughs> Does she want to get fucked or what? Yeah, uh, Shannon, come on. This is, how does this, I can't believe this passes Islander standards. They have no standards. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, It's Lamarillo's junk. (laughs) Come on, that's so obvious. Where did you get this picture? Has that been doctored by Sean McCaff? Joe Catroni just sent it to me. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Joe, where did you find this? What have they got? Uh, 
islandofporn.net. Who the hell would watch that? Ugh. Joy Rosen. <laughs> I love that. The fish girls, the fish stick girls. She just. <laughs> oh my god! Looks like a dog's penis. Like, like the, the the thing is, is that I look at that and I can't even interpret what else that could be. Well, uh, no, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have a This is like, uh, okay, she's into broadcasting. This is a microphone. It's, it's a microphone, a, a microphone dangling from somebody's ass. I mean, it's a dick and balls. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a short photo. You sure this has been photoshopped by Sean? <laughs> Twitter, what the fuck? I trust Joe Catroni to bring us only authenticity. I do too. As, a, as much as a card he is and a caution, uh, he uh, would bring us. <laughs> I love this song in Sanskrit. <laughs> that's good. It's a hieroglyphic. I think that somehow has to be put in the intro. <laughs> I can't contain myself over here. She could be transitioning. There you go. The O was for the vag, and now she's become a holster, and she's getting a little, uh, you know. I don't know. And the Islanders take the ice. <laughs> so the Islanders take the ice. Oh, wait. They're playing here at home. Wow. That's true. It is a circumcised penis for health reasons. What does that got to do with anything? Well, uh, the doctor brought it up. Oh, so right. I thought maybe it was. Uh, By the way, I, well, ironically, I used a, uh, I used the snipping tool app to draw the little circle around the cock and balls. It's so funny. That is hysterical. The fuck? How could she not think that that's an absolute? Nobody tells her. There's... Who's running that place over there, Sam? I mean, nobody tells her. Hey, you know what? I'm 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 looking through the camera here at this. Does she realize she's wearing a dick around her neck? <laughs> now back to you, Butch. I mean, they don't have anybody in the booth. Uh, 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 Shannon. Um, yeah, you've got a donger around your neck. <laughs> uh, I see Jen just joined us. Jen, that is Shannon Hogan. That is a necklace she was wearing. That is the charm on the necklace. That's Yom Kippur. That celebrates Yom Kippur. Uh, no, I have no idea. Yam, more like Yam Kippur. Yam bag Kippur. Yam bag Kippur. Maybe it's her statement that she's pro cock. All right. I can appreciate that. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh... No, I don't think I, I think I'm I'm only gay when I'm drunk. So I don't think. And as Costa would say, it's only gay if you push back. 
Janet Hogan is Janet. the John Giannone of the Islanders, honey. Yes, yeah, she's uh, she can't speak. She's got the voice of Michael Strahan. She's got a lisp, almost like our beloved coach Gerard Gallant. And, and she wears a dick on a charm. And she wears a dick. Hey, listen, it could be worse. Could it be? Ow. It was How a swastika. Could be a swastika. Yeah, be the only <laughs> word. It could be a swastika. That's about the only way it could be worse. Oh, wow! <laughs> Always third rate. I've got to say, she likes the tug. Maybe that's true. Oh boy! Well. Is that all we got? <laughs> we can end up on a piece. I think once we get to Shannon Hogan's dick, you've said it all. Uh, but look at her face, too. She's, I don't know. I just, the whole thing. She looks like she's just, I don't know. She looks like she's dressed for a, to sit shiver. Was it the Islanders home game? First game of the year? I don't know. Anyway. I can't look at this this dick anymore. Right, let me stay, get this off my screen. Thank you. <laughs> oh God! Actually, All right. I was going to bring the picture back up with with her. Just All so right. Just be- First of all, I, I have to set it. If you're just tuning in. If you're just tuning in, look at this great graphic behind her too. What is this? A slideshow? I mean, what's going on behind her? This is just disastrous. There's no. I don't know. <laughs> Viagra. You... Oh, boy. All right. All right. Enough. Enough for her. Enough. Oh, God. This well, looks a better picture. I think she is transitioning because this is... she's looking more male. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Except everything. But this. Dr. B. Dr. B's getting all worked up. I think she's a dominatrix now. I don't know if she's a female or a male dominatrix. Maybe she just likes getting fun bang banged. Holy shit. All right. This is. uh... All right, this is uh, this is going into a ter- territory that. Uh, so, another uh, another gem. <laughs> yeah, she, pretty soon she should be Shane Hogan. Right. <laughs> All right, Butch, I agree with you. Um, you know, I was watching. I actually was watching it on the broadcast. Doctor and- B, tra- by the way, clarifying that he's not going to hit it if it transitions. Okay. <laughs> Do I like the character? Yeah. The uh Boris Yeltsin uh, eyebrows are great. Yeah, it was it. it's funny. It's funny, but uh, I like how they make Jim look like he's 21. Me, I look like some fucking freak who just came out of jail. Doing it a could be worse. Party. It could be worse. What could it be? You could have a penis necklace. <laughs> Yeah, that would be funny. Uh, Butch might be a name on Grinder. I think it's Shane. Um, uh, what else did I say? So I was watching the Islander game. You know, I just 
hoping they were losing, so I switched the channel. And and uh, the, the Islanders got this big acquisition in the offseason, this Romanoff guy from the, 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 the Canadians, the defenseman. Right. And I swear, oh, wait, wait, this, is this what this thing is? No, it's just a penis necklace. <laughs> oh, I thought that was like some meaning to it. Okay. And uh, so this is like two periods into the game, and Butch asks, uh, who's the dope, uh, the, the, the play-by-play guy over there? Jiggs McDonald. Yes. Yes, Ed Westfall. Brendan said, Burke. Brendan Burke. And he says to him, hey, this Romanoff guy, does he fight? Like like some Schmendrick would say, sit next to you at an Islander game. Like he did right. no research. It's the only thing the Islanders got in the offseason was this Romanoff guy who I've been hearing, oh, he's tough. He says, and Brendan Burke goes, nah, he doesn't really fight. <laughs> I was like, Butch, what, you, what the Islanders didn't make the playoffs? You fucking took off? You pulled a, a Joe Micheletti? Pulled a Micheletti. As soon as he you punches out of Oh, that's true. We should start mailing her necklaces like that. Love send your them, work. Send them to MSG Network. Attention, Shannon Hogan. Yes. Love your work. Here's a penis necklace. Glad to see that you're pro D. Signed, Matt Morello. Comac Motoring. Room 124. Hold on. Hold on. I got something. I was going to get it here. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Christiana found the necklace. Oh, did he? That's what he's saying. What the hell is this? Is there Christmas ornaments? Oh, come on. Now, I know that. What does it say on there? It says, look at this special package. Well hung. Uh-oh. Chris Jonathan, our IT specialist, master of the internet. <laughs> That's right. You can ship it for free. The Romanoff jewels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are on fucking point tonight. I want to know how Chris found the necklace. He can find anything, this guy. He knows the dark web, the white web, the yellow web, the, the red web, red tube, white tube. White Come on, Jen. This is funny. What girl doesn't want a penis necklace for Christmas? It's from Jared's, honey. <laughs> What are you looking at? Has he really? Oh, YouTube. I can go somewhere. Ah, jeez. All right, all right. I had enough. I'm out of here. Thank you, Sean. There you go. (laughs) Very good, Sean. This is why this is the best Rangers show on the internet. Because there's nothing to do with the Rangers. Just be where to be. 
Ah, what, please. What's demeaning to women? Here we go. What are, you, what are they teaching you in the Philippines there? People love this in America. Even I like it. And I got a penis uh, necklace around my neck now. <laughs> Every, Every dick, dick begins with D. I mean K. I like that. See? That's a woman that's making a joke. And she says she's not funny and clever. Ah, don't worry. She was fucking hysterical. All right, are we are we done with this? We, we've or, said it all. I think we've said it all. But uh, uh, Chris, if you f- really did find that thing, uh, uh, hey, show John. Uh, Rock just came in. Great timing, Rock. Rock, you missed it. Shannon Hogan is wearing a dick necklace, and now so am I. So. <laughs> Uh, Vincent Trocek for president, and that's all I have to say. The return of David Quinn Thursday night. Was he 0 4 already? This clown, the uh, there won't be a dry eye in the house. There's gonna be a tribute video for him, yes. Sharks Thursday, I think we got Coats on Sunday, Colorado Tuesday. So, how about Eddie? How's Monday night for you? Yeah, what do we got? Three games till then? Uh, two. Two. They should win both these games. Right. And then we'll come back and get you geared up for the Avalanche and the Islanders. I wonder if they'll start Georgiev. They might. Is that at home or away? Uh, home games. Rangers don't have another road game, a true road game, until they go to Dallas. Will there be a Georgiev tribute video? There should be. Why not? Okay. He's a good soldier, right? Okay. Cue the band again. All they'll right. Give him one. They'll give him one. It might not be very long, but they'll give him one. Yeah, definitely watch the whole show because at the end, it, it usually kind of like goes down, but at the end, we really ended on a, a high note. So. We usually have, yeah, usually at the end is where it gets goofy. We call, we call random hotels in Kitchener and. Yeah. Definitely check out the Shannon Hogan segment. <laughs> yes. All right. That'll Good be the night, one that everybody. gets us on serious, baby. All right. We love you guys. We will see you Monday night, 7 o'clock, right here on YouTube. Let's go, Rangers. Eddie, always a pleasure. Always great seeing you, man. Let's go, Rangers. Let's fucking do this. Continue All right. It. Enjoy the rest of your week. Let's go, Rangers. Good night, everybody. Uh.